Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Gelfer Podcast. Peter Finnan here and joined as always by John Craven. How's it going Pete? And Rona McNamara. How are you? All good lads, all good. Uh, pretty busy. We took a week off last week, we were flat out with the magazine and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts. So yeah, we're back with a bang this week with lots to talk about. Had a lot of calls last week. People. I had a lot, a lot of, of people disappointed. They're like, give us, give us 10 minutes of opinion there on golf, please. Just give us, give us five minutes of shite. <laughs> um, I suppose before we go on, this podcast is brought to you in association with TaylorMade Golf. Uh, check out the new TP Reserve family of premium milled putters that TaylorMade have launched recently. Uh, they're available for pre-order now and they'll be in stores in the next two weeks. So if you are in the market for a good, good flat stick. They're pretty quality. Relief to hear Taylor Mater back on board here. <laughs> Need to pay the bills. The bills are mounting. No, they are good. No, I went to the launch of them recently at the K Club. They have a couple of other cool things coming up as well in the pipeline over the next month that you'll see and hear about in our channels and no doubt everywhere else. But the TP reserve line of uh, putters are, it's, it's a space that they haven't been in in a while. So uh, they've had Spider and stuff like that. But these things go up against Scotty Camerons and all the, all the, the best in the market, you know. Happy days. Might yeah. even see Rory McIlroy well, yeah, walking. There you go, exactly. Right, anyway, cracking on. Where do we start with this? Um, Where else? Yeah, major time. Yeah, US, US Women's, Women's Open. Open. Pebble Beach. But it was actually, it drew a lot more eyeballs to women's golf than like most of the campaigns that we've heard about. Like I'd mates who would never watch women's golf, to be honest, saying they're watching this because like the golf course is so interesting. And, and yeah, like it was just... Like it, it probably was a bit of an anticlimactic end to it, but I thought it was a really strong tournament. Um, like didn't get the big names that they would have wanted over the weekend and stuff. A lot of like the stars kind of bowed out at the halfway point. They were never really in it in the first place. Um, but like you can't argue with the winner. Thought the golf course was great. Thought the coverage was pretty good. Did you think the um, coverage was good? I thought it, like compared to what we're used to, I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Well, in saying that, now I'm not. I'm dodgy boxing central now, so like it wasn't as ad loaded and stuff as when you're watching the American. Version. I don't mind the ad loaded stuff. I like, yeah, I I would agree with most of what you said. I thought this was a really good championship. Uh, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of it now. Uh, I'm assuming of players and who didn't and who did show up and stuff like that. I really am a big fan of these old legacy iconic courses being brought into women's majors like we've seen Baltus Roll a few weeks ago, now we've Pebble Beach. These courses are played like you know, Pebble Beach played an average of six thousand three hundred and fifty yards this week. So you're seeing it the way it was designed and you're seeing approach shots being hit as far back as they should be and you're seeing you know, the women don't bomb and gouge it around the place. They 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 maneuver their way around and they play golf courses like this to how they're designed so that is i'm all for that and i'm all for seeing all these courses uh pop into the women's schedule i think it's brilliant and i really enjoyed this tournament but i didn't enjoy the coverage i just thought what were you watching on were you on sky i was between both so i was on sky predominantly yeah so i was red buttoning a little bit and then it was on mix and then it was on Sky Sports main event But what I found was like they, It's like they only had Five cameras on So, yeah. they, so they had the last no, Three fair. groups And then they had A handheld with Rose Zhang Because that's all They care about I and think they had to Lean into Rose Zhang this Yeah week, they though. did like, yeah, But they, like She had to be There's 28 amateurs In the field We Now in, in fairness We benefited We only seen Donegan Donegan got serious coverage She got fairness. unbelievable coverage like, We'll get into her now yeah. In a minute But like 28 amateurs In the major field And we seen her And a few shots From the Italian That was it 
Mm. Um, it's no doubt like it's underfunded compared to like yeah, but why the are they playing lip service it? to it if they're it's a major like and, and there's 11 12 million dollars up for grabs yeah uh, like it's million. the biggest prize fund in women's golf and winner plays for 2 million and then you literally get to see 6 players mm. it's, it's, I just think they shot themselves in the foot doing that they should be showing us a more even you know Annika and you know, the, the, when it wasn't on Rose Zhang, that handheld was followed Annika and Michelle Wee, which is a good thing. But yeah, again, I think you, again, you have to lean into them as I well. Know, I know do. what you're no, saying. You I don't think it's all lip service. Like I, I just think it, it, it would be a massive jump to suddenly have the level of coverage we expect with the men's game to happen in women's overnight. Because like sometimes can't be. this is their own I, thing. I, I like they should. I, obviously, they should. Absolutely, if you can make wave the magic wand, that happens. But like, there's times where you can't watch a shot. Never mind, like <laughs> a selection of <laughs> yeah, three no, groups. Yeah, no, there's um, no rough with the smooth. You got to take it, Ronan. What do you think of this? I agree with you, Pete. I thought the coverage was fairly poor. Like I was complaining. The other night, I think it could have been the first round or second round, but my, my man backing me up. I, was, ah, I, I, I could, have, I could, have, I could have been, <laughs> I could have been sitting there for maybe an hour, two hours, maybe. And I'm thinking, I've seen the feature group fine, and then I've seen Alice Houston, and then bits and bobs of someone else. Uh, so in total, for an hour to two hours, I've seen five or six players, and I'm like that's just shocking. Alice Houston's all you wanted to watch, though. She's your buddy from last year, from D- Drumoland. You played her, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So look, I beat her that day. So she's obviously <laughs> she's obviously recovered. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. Um, no, but like, listen, like to give them credit where credit's due. Great event, great venue. They just could have done more with the coverage. Uh, unbelievable prize fund. Yeah, like when you strip this back, this is and um, you know, if I'm being really honest, I watched it a good bit. And I didn't plan on watching it as much last night just because the, time the leaderboard. And, the, well, the time difference, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was the leaderboard. There was nobody up there that actually, there was no juice there. And then literally half an hour in, Charlie Hull, boom, boom. And I'm like, right, this is it. I'm all over this. She is coming on a charge. And, like, it was it was looking like she, she did do something special, but it was looking like she was going to do something extremely special. And uh, yeah, she kept me awake. To be honest, I was unbelievable. Like that was the second lowest final round score in the history of the tournament, which is pretty impressive. Going like, um, but yeah, she was she was pumped up, adrenaline going. She absolutely smashes the ball, aggressive style. Um, playing the last, she ended up behind that tree, which could have been fatal. Took on the shot, which she definitely didn't have to. I don't know if you heard like her. Caddy conversation with it was man. deadly. Yeah, like it was really good. I think she was like, um, "Shy kids don't get sweets or yeah. whatever." Um, takes on the tree wood, comes up a little. Like it was about two hundred sixty yards out. It was a mental shot. Like she was like, "I'm not gonna hit this tree, am I?" Like to saying to the yeah, because like, she thought she was three. She thought she was only three back, whereas she was actually yeah, four. Corpus was after she stitched a nine arm back in sixteen or something, and was just Think, well, uh, giving the money on like that would. Could have like it's a million dollar shot. Like yeah. it, she could yeah. have just cozied into second place and not taken any risks. Um, so fair play to her for taking it on. Like uh, she actually wouldn't be my cup of tea at all, Charlie Hull. Um, but at least she's outspoken and interesting. But that's from the that thing. She she makes has it feel something. Yeah, like I hate saying like it's like she has a soul compared to some of the rest of them. They're just like machines. They're like 
Corpose gives nothing away all week. She reminded me so much of Jason Duffner in his prime. Like, yes. just absolutely waddling around, not a bother on her. Yeah. But no a killer. Given. An absolute killer, though. Like, if you ever want to see how to close out a championship, watch how she closed this one out. Because she, it was just never in doubt. She just kept going, kept pull at arm's length. But no, what Charlie did was, it was spectacularly good to watch. And that's the only thing that kept me up. But she I'm was, glad I did. She was a killer yesterday anyway. Um, like, that was her first win. Like, we can't be labelling her a killer yet. Call no, but how the she way went she about did it was, Like, yeah. if that's your first win and that's the template you're setting yourself for how you're going to win. Like, she showed no signs of nerves whatsoever. I know she did say in her post round interview that she needs to work on how she closes events and she has come like she is not a flash in the pan no, she hasn't come out of blue that. she's had a really really top season she's been there thereabouts at loads of events that's yeah she talked about like keep wanting to get into contention learning from contention it reminded me of this harrington quote that we had out in our last mag when he said a younger player came up to him after missing like a four footer and 18 and harrington was asking were you nervous and he was like i can sort that nervous feeling out if you no bother whatsoever and Harrington was saying your man was like expecting like a magic bullet of advice and he was like never get into contention again. That's yeah. the only way you're going to sort that out. <laughs> your man's like, ugh. But like that's what she did. Like she did whatever about being a killer. Like she got herself into contention previously and, and didn't deliver. But 100% learned Flawless. from the scar tissue. Like she was unbelievable. And it's hard to do. Like that, like we talk about um, how well this golf course set up and stuff like that. Like how, like Pebble Beach itself, the Poa Greens, as the day goes on, like they get very bumpy. They get very Like trampolines at one side. There was a few bounces that were yeah. mental that you wouldn't so. see in the men's game, in fairness. Um, like you do notice the different spin that they get in a golf ball and stuff. Like talking about how the course plays, how it's designed and how the men can actually... Just, yeah, eradicate so well, much of that by their power. Yeah, they blow happen. open the blueprint of the golf course to men. Were you saying that? That's why I enjoyed Pebble Beach much more than I ever have done. Yeah, me too. Like, everyone hypes it up, and we see, like, the men every single year carve it apart in that pro-am nonsense. But, uh, and I was, I've never really been big on Pebble Beach either. Even when I had the, the US Open, it, just, it was dull for the four days, and I was never really into it with the, with the time difference as well. West Coast majors are never good, but... I really, really enjoyed this. Whatever way that the women play it, just how a golf course should be played. And I know it was unfortunate for Charlie Hull to end up behind that tree, but I just thought that was class because any yeah. other time you see the men drive it over the tree, the tree is almost irrelevant. So I just thought I saw a lot more of the golf course the way the golf course should be. And like that seventh hole, it just epitomizes it. Like you see them hitting wedges in and they're getting these massive firm bounces and the hole's only 80 to 100 yards. So I just really, really enjoyed actually watching the golf rather yeah, yeah. than who was actually in contention. Holes that were meant to have teeth had proper teeth. Like eight was a card wrecker for loads of people all week. Seventeen, they never really quite got to grips with it. What you're saying, the trajectory of what that green is meant to accept, how they approached it. Yeah. It was a really, really tough hole. Eighteen wasn't the eagle birdie. Fe- like there was only, looking at it yesterday, I think there was only nine birdies for the day on eighteen. Like, we're used to watching Pebble Beach where lads are taking on two and hitting long irons into it and mid-irons, some of them, and, and then, like, going for the green. It's a birdie fest. You know, this it was proper golf. I would say, like, you could criticise them a little bit with 18, though, because it was never really an eagle chance. And no, they could have pushed it up. to the drama a little bit just to give them a chance of getting home in two. Yeah, but... Like, Hull probably would have got home, too, if she had, had a like got, had that shot. Five or six like, yards, yeah, yeah that's all she needed. Side, but... 
Yeah, like I don't know, just when you need an eagle. But no, overall, I thought the setup was class. Yeah, and um, brought out the best of them for sure. From our own point of view, then. Um, oh, I have a few more on the Alison Carpuz. Right, come um, on. Well, like for a start, like her her fairways hit percentage on the uh, for the season is eighty five point six percent. That is mental success rate and accuracy, and that's not even first. Like Lily Salas is like eighty eight. Yeah, they're like darts players. That's the it, thing. They're insane. like darts players. Insane what they do. Um, I thought Merle Tigala. Did you see that? Yeah, Sad yeah. Sad coming on on the seventy second. I was like, Am I tripping here? Like, what's he doing there? But, but did you see the photograph of them as six year olds? Yeah. The, so it turns thing, out yeah. Sahid and her used to play together back in the day. Her besties when they were six. Oh, I thought that was mad. I thought Barack Obama was one of the first people to reach out to her fellow Hawaiian. Yeah. Thought that was cool. Um, thought it was a big week for Jay Monaghan. See, he's back. Yeah. The caddy. The ca- caddy, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why he's been off the PGA Tour, not doing a job. Health issues. He's, he's busy making a few extra quid. As if the nine million quid he's paid, like nine million dollars of a base salary for PGA Tour isn't enough. He's taking 10% of the women now. Ah, oh, stop. And then lastly on her, she, uh, does she get Corn Ferry Tour points? I saw a few people asking online. Because she's sponsored she's on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I was gas. The one thing you're saying, yeah, drive and accuracy. It's one thing that stuck out for me. And I, like, you should, what does she have? A four shot lead standing on the last tee box. And she and takes driver. driver. That's I'm like, trust you. Holy game. shit. I'd be, be out with I'd a wedge. Be, uh, absolutely. <laughs> have five, take six. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she showed uh, serious, serious faith in herself, like to rip driver off. No, that last. was unbelievable. But yeah, as you say, proper dark. So much can go wrong. Like oh. the ocean on your left. That's Absolutely. it. Um, but yeah, no, like outside of outside of that, like yeah, like Rose Yang didn't really show anything. Um, she did hit one outrageous chip on like on the green when she had the, oh, the yeah. apron in her way. Yeah. Like the, the leading like, edge of the club oh, showing up like it. She Lord. just does it. And yeah, two inches from the... Did you know. see, actually, before we get to uh, Anya and Leona... The on the tee on the seventh on the third round was it when she hit her like wedge down into oh, the seventh yeah. and the tee just straight spun around and straight pocket. into her back pocket. Um, like she's a, yeah, she's gonna be a star. She's the golden her. child. <laughs> they need a golden child though. Like yeah. talking about um, like no one can deny Carpuz or whatever, but she's the twentieth different winner in twenty one majors. I saw a stat on that. Yeah, like that's not really. As good and all as it like sounds, it's actually not like the LPJ or women's golf. Needs. It's not deep enough, and yeah, it needs a killer. You it need needs, the starter yeah. to draw the eyeballs. Like everyone, in fairness to Zhang, like she, for a start, she was nine to one favorite to win the tournament, which I thought was ridiculous. In her was third like, week out, yeah, like that is insane. But like by far, the talk was that she had the biggest galleries for the week and stuff. Um, like women's golf definitely need that. Michelle, we retiring. Like they would have hoped, like Michelle, we would be that to this point, or even Nelly, like still looks in bits with her back or whatever's going on there. Um, I wasn't a fan of them, Michelle. We, what they did and didn't do, like they should have given her a lot more of a platform on her own, putting her out to play with Annika, who Annika yeah. has played like Agreed. Annika's retired four times already or something. Yeah. Like, and Michelle Wee should have had for, like they they should have put Michelle Wee with Rose Zhang or something like that. Yeah. And give her the lime like that she needs for one. Final because she's retiring now. We will not see her playing again. No, unlike Annika, who likes to come back and do yeah. whatever. I don't think I think we'll just see Michelle Wee hosting events and giving back that way. It Charitable sounded side, the way they both went out was poetic. Like, we on the last hole was 
on the Friday, like had a putt from 30 feet or whatever to break 80. Like, and it was the first thing she did all week. Unbelievable breaking in or whatever. Annika, what's up there? She's like arguing tooth and nail over where her drop should be after duck hooking it into the drink and all. She's an awful woman. Yeah. She led the insurrection, I heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, anyway. so yeah, like they should have, I think they just should have given uh, Michelle Wee a bit more of a platform on her own away from Michelle Wee's unbelievable. Like, I wrote a preview about her before the thing. Like, when you go through the th- shit that she accomplished as, like, like uh, everyone remembers, like, the 14-year-olds, like, one shot outside the court on the PGA Tour the Sony Open, beat Adam Scott that week by three shots. Like, but, like, you would have just hoped, she, I think she had five titles at the end of her career, one major and four regular events. Just wasn't the same. But, like, as a 15-year-old, she got, like, a $20 million contract from Nike and yeah. stuff. Like, she was the Tiger Woods of women's golf. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. No. Too much pressure. Overrated. Yes, there you <laughs> oh, go. Jesus. There you go. Cut her down at the knees. Right. Sorry, um, Michelle. Anya Donegan and Leona Maguire. Where, where do you want to start? We have to start with Anya. The good yeah, news. I feel this was much more about Anya than it ever was Leona. Yeah, for Just the way it all panned out. Um, I thought she was terrific. She was unbelievable. She, she has... Terrific. She's won like so many fans globally. It's it's such a pity she didn't hang on to win the amateur medal. Mm. Um, you know, in the way uh she finished and stuff like that. But it's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? Like she's she's done what she set out to do. She has arrived on the global stage and uh like the kudos and the coverage she has got globally. Like Lahinch owe her money at this stage. Ah, like, yeah, she was. Unbelievable. They overplayed the Lahinch thing big time. Uh, I know she like. I heard Lahinch got the Walker Cup off the back of her yeah, Walk and Talk. Walker Cup, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Walk and Talk was one of the best ones I've ever seen. In fairness, like it should just Walk and Talk should be just exclusively for herself and Max Homer from now on. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. No, but it's it's something that the women's game is missing. Characters like her, like honesty like she shows and how she went about her business and what she did it was it was just class it was so good and yeah she made everyone so proud just the way she carried herself and the way she dealt with the negativity uh, at the end because no doubt she was disappointed there was tears of happiness emotion yeah everything everything just a bit of everything mixed in and oh my god this just happened and but oh my god i didn't i'm not standing at that 18 getting a medal i wish i was but like, she's just announced herself on the world stage, and she will, in spades, like, uh, the girl that won the amateur, the Italian. I was going to say. No one, no I one no will remember idea. her. No, no one not will remember even, her. I can't, already don't know her It's name. terrible. I it's know. It's terrible. But, like, Anya has set out and said, and even to be as brash as come out in the interview and the co- press conference afterwards, where are you going to next? And she was already knocking well. I played in the... Uh, KPMG Women's Irish Open last year I hope they give me an invite back again this year she's like nudge Not nudge wink, sure, wink. Yeah. it's 10 minutes from my gaff please <laughs> let me in the field like she's gonna draw massive crowds outside oh, of Leona Maguire they have to let her in outside of Leona Maguire she will draw serious crowds it's class big time no I agree like I think she like whatever about the medal like what she's done is worth its weight in gold like I'm not exactly sure where she is now in at Louisiana in terms of graduating and stuff I think she's another year at least but like already she has uh, sponsors invites and stuff off the back of that week once she if she decides to turn pro I presume she will 
Um, but yeah, it's deadly. Like I do feel sorry for that Italian one a bit. Like it's yeah. But at the same time, on it was kind of in and around the leaderboard, front page of the leaderboard for the week, um, and that just kind of took its toll in the end. Whereas the Italian one was in the clubhouse with a couple hours to go on Sunday and stuff like different pressures, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unbelievable week. Like we'd be sitting here anyway, praising her just for being there, and uh, which would have been fine. But the fact she was there and she played so well. Like, let's be honest, through seven holes of her second round, she was in contention. Only for that nine, who knows where she would have finished up on, on the on the Friday. But um, no, I thought she really, and she played up to the crowds as well, which I liked as well. Like, I think she held a birdie put on one of the holes on the Friday. Oh, she's fist pumping away. And she gave it the real sarcastic two arms yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah, I got a put. And she had a great few roars going. I know she had a lot of support, but I think the Americans really took to her as well. Which was great, and I love the fact she, you know, was out driving Paddy Tavatanikit on the regular as well. Yeah. Who'd be one of the one of the big hitters, and they came across in her walk and talk like just how, you know, blasé she was about the whole thing. It's just another round of golf. For her like her two playing partners both took three wood off the off the ninth, and she goes and whacks the driver like feck it, <laughs> why yeah. not? Really easy for us to say as well. Big thing, and I know it's a common theme that I bring up and brought up sort of before the Masters with Matt McLean and stuff like that. She wore the green jersey as well. She wore Irish gear. She qualified off her own bat, not through any Gulf Ireland exemptions or anything like that, and pitches up and where there's a lot to be said. I just think Pete's shedding a tear here. No, there is a lot home. to be said, yeah. and I like I I, I look forward next week. You and I are going to the Open, Ronan, and I look forward next week to Alex McGuire wearing the wearing the Gulf Ireland stuff as well all week and. Uh, going through that Fingers crossed I, I think he is Yeah exactly No but it, it does make Such a difference And like There is no other GB and I Have no other amateurs In the field For the Open next week So I know We'll get into the men's side Of things with Alex And what he's achieved But yeah no It was just great to see Anya all week Wearing the Golf Ireland gear Wearing the hoodie as well, like class. Not, not like your. It wasn't like she was dressing up for the occasion no. or anything like that. Wearing your, wear, wearing your Sunday best stuff gear. That they have it's class. It's good gear. That Abacus stuff is good. So, um, right, Leona Maguire. Nah, <laughs> just it just didn't happen after the opening sixty nine. No. To be fair, too many, you know, double bogeys and big numbers on the card. Just yeah, like I go back to it again. Like I said at the PGA, we talked about the lack of big names in the leaderboard. I just think. It, there are two like you know big opportunities for her to go and win a major. I think because I think she'll obviously contend for some, but I just fear the fact she be beaten by a Nelly Cord or someone like that, having done nothing wrong. So it just it just frustrates me from an Irish point of view seeing like no big names up on the leaderboards on Sunday, and you know Leon is obviously top ten in the world now. I just wanted her to kick on. Those two majors obviously didn't happen, but. I think she struggles in the pond of greens anyway. So yeah. it was all she was always kind of up against it for this one. But like she's still in great form. She's in super form. I like, guess the thing. She, I think she takes a lot away from these. Like, still, yeah, she's not going to be happy with a tied thirty first finish. But she so showed signs this week on power greens that she can actually cope with them. And like her opening sixty nine, it's all about the time of the day. She was out early mm. on the first day, late seventy four, late seventy five, late seventy seven. Like it. it it is time of the day, and you, you, I know from talking to her a lot about this. They just frustrate her those greens. I think those. Poets. I think she's above like getting praise for her top ten in the major now as well. Like thirty first, absolutely thirty first is you know. No, it's poor. poor for her. Yeah. She'll be very disappointed walking away from that. But I think over the last three weeks, four weeks, she takes a massive amount going into the end of the season, 
Um, Definitely. And she is extremely dangerous. Like coming into the open and stuff like that. Um, place like Walton Heat that they're going to for the AIG Women's Open. Like that is ripe for Leona Maguire. Tired, tiredness as well could have played a part. She's fresh mm. off a win. Only had a major two weeks ago. Like Anya talked about it. She didn't realize how tiring, you know, playing four days in the major was. Imagine you're just coming off the back of another one, having won the week before too. Yeah. So, men- bit of mental fatigue, I'd say, played a part as well. Yeah, not not even coming in off the back of a ma- like coming in off the back of like almost gone wire to wire in the major. Like it's different level stuff. Um, I think yeah, like the fortnight ago, she takes massive stuff away from that. Like she hasn't contended like that in a major before. Never really got herself in the mix this week, but um, yeah, I'd be all over for the women's open. Oh, Why big not? time! And even the way like Shane O'Grady um was commenting her coach as well on like you know we asked you know did you talk to her about what happened at the KPMG? And he says no, there's no need. She learned enough that day. She knows uh, exactly. It was more of a mental blip and energy and. Just and conserving your energy and stuff like that, and just not having a full tank going into the last round, and it just didn't happen. So she has learned without saying anything to anybody. She knows exactly what to do. Yeah, exactly. So. There was a good video of her before the tournament. Um, herself and Dermot playing the eighth. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, just the level of detail. Like obviously, she's not alone in, in that level of prep. But if people that want to have an idea of like the targets they're picking and the landing zones and all the different things and it's mad to see her going in with the the wood where some nine players wood. she get nine in wood yeah, into that you know that's know. like she has nine seven about four feet yeah, as well seven iron is her highest uh like iron yeah. is her longest iron yeah so everything else she's a uh, few rescues nine wood seven wood three wood five wood driver like it's it definitely like it, it has to be a disadvantage, but I, I think I don't think it is. If it like, burns out, I, think I, play yeah, it's, yeah, I was just thinking that like with the firmness of those greens and all the bounces the women were getting, how do the those woods fare up against that? We th- should be well. Be, what's we Charlie Holhan versus like Leona say into some of those greens when they're firm? Yeah, I don't know, but it's weird. Like we don't really know because they showed probably four times more of Anya Dunning than they did of Leona all week. To be fair. Yeah, and like rightfully I, so. I don't, I don't remember seeing Leona play this week at all. Like, which yeah, she is, which we is showed a couple of shots the first day. First day the they day. missed her. Like, first day it. she was playing really well. Yeah. But yeah, again, you lean in on the story. Donegan was the story. Yeah, big time, big time. I think that's a wrap from the US Open, is it? Yes, I think that's it. Right. The PGA Tour, the John Deere Togfield Championship. John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> It's a brutal. We need event, to have a tog. Oh we need to have like a tog, uh, the filler of the togs, <laughs> weekly <laughs> segment. I don't know. Like Seb Stracker just strikes me as the most farmer-looking golfer <laughs> going win the John Deere. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, no, fair play. Like the, the only yeah. good thing ever about John Deere is that big tractor digger thing that they have, that they put like the head of a golf club down where the bucket's meant to be, and a big golf ah, ball yeah. in front of it. <laughs> Remember years in the past they had. Uh, who was it, Charles Swartzel or someone come in and drive the digger and haul a putt? <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, he all. did. Yeah, it was he, one of the South Africans. I think it was Charles Swartzel. Even Jordan Speed stopped playing in this. That just tells you all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. And this made him, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's serious. But, no, it was, like, this is everything I despise about the PGA Tour, this type of event. Like, it was grand for what it was. I was flicking over and back. I was watching. The only thing kept me going yesterday was, obviously... Seb Stracker was on 56 watch at one stage. 
Yeah. And uh, oh, it was actually to the point where it was like, oh, 59 be shite. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then, like, it was David Carey we were coming doubled, for. Yeah, he doubled, exactly. he doubled the last Mr. 57. Well. I say <laughs> Carey tuned in there for the back nine going, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, Mr. 57 is gone. Yeah. At altitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lad will have me on a technicality. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was like. I could not believe. So I, th- I thought he was goosed when he did. Really, like he'd only hit in five wood into seventeen, a par five. He's already eleven under. Needs a birdie over the last three holes. Yeah, the way it panned out for him. So missed on sixteen. Uh, missed uh, about an eight footer for a birdie on seventeen. Perfect drive down the last, and then absolutely filled the togs. Like straight left pull into the water, double bogey. Back to twenty one under. He was leading by. Five or four at that stage Tournament was sewn up like And uh, I thought right That's it he's going to get pipped by a shot I definitely thought some was going to come Playoff time at least So Brandon Todd and Alex Smalley Then They had four or five holes to go The real real big guns there The big guns (laughs) Then they equally filled their togs (laughs) On the last four holes Like I just wasn't expecting I didn't see Now the only one that didn't do a full tog fill Apart Well now Seth Uh, in fairness to him Like Ludwig Aberg in fairness to him He's come out He's shown a bit of science now Could be a little dark horse For the Ryder Cup I'll be honest oh. I think he's 100% in the team What? Yeah uh, 100% yeah. in the team Ahead of Yannick Paul Nah <laughs> see, Yannick, Yannick Paul Yannick Paul is I said there's a glitch On the Ryder Cup team sheet Like he's still in the I know he is. Like, yeah, like, know what, is. what is this guy doing? Well it's funny You, you mentioned Ludwig Aberg And I was only thinking this And now that thought process Has just been Blown up Because of Rasmus Hogarth But I was thinking Aberg's you know Producing the goods here No he hasn't won But he just looks looks different gravy, and like we've been raving about the Hogarths for about two or three years, and it hasn't really happened this year. And then Rasmus goes and wins, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. that blown out of the water. So, um, no, but similar profile of players and stuff. I'd hundred percent agree. Um, I, I just think you pick Ludwig because you actually don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know how high this lad's ceiling is. He's unbelievable driver of the ball. He's going to make a shit ton of birdies. Yeah, he might throw in an odd clanger. Great four-ball player. Yeah, like what difference is making a Ryder Cup with that? Like you have to like give the lad with the untapped potential to go and not Yannick Paul or... <laughs> <laughs> Shame is power. But to be honest, like I'm picking Ludwig over power to make yeah, no, 100%. So I, like um, and power would even admit to that, I think. He yeah. had an interview with Brian Co after that by the looks of things and he was saying, like I'm sure I'm out with a reckoning and this thing stand, I need to up it. But yeah. that was a big... Uh, like hopefully he's turned a corner this week. Well, Seb Straka is definitely in the team. Oh, well, that Gary Murphy said that in his article. I don't agree with that. One hundred percent. Like, no, that's two years in a row he's won PJ Tour event. Uh, like, yeah, no, but there's not many he, lads yeah, now. But that he, what if he does nothing from now until September? Yeah, Are you putting these, him in on the John Deere Classic? He's just <laughs> one of those. He's one of those players. Like he he'll miss five cuts in a row and he'll win, and then he'll have three or four top tens in a row from here on. Yeah. Then he's gonna. Let's see what he does he's in the conversation here. 100% oh, he's, he's, but If he's, he's not, in the conversation He's top of the list In the conversation Of the Like the A and other list There's no in, question Well like if you go on to his Official World Golf, Golf Ranking website Say in the lead up to the To the picks Who would he, you have on the got, team? He's got T50As T50As MC No Get out Right, so if I and he doubled, three, the, he doubled the last as well I'm not taking that win seriously Three I'm names sorry. into the mix <laughs> Three names into the mix Right So uh, Seb Straka We're not even going to go for your Yannick Pauls and all this Go for Harrington like we're looking at again right? Seb Straka, Harrington or Tommy, or Tommy Fleetwood You have to pick one no. On current form 
I'd still pick Harrington to be I'm honest. Picking, I'm picking Fleetwood all day. Would you pick Fleetwood? I would not go near Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I was only taking a mick uh, last week about Harrington. Um, even though he's been playing brilliant. Fleetwood, yeah, has to get a pick. Like the things he's done, like the history here. We're gonna need a bit of experience, I Absolutely think, in this Ryder Cup. Like But I just I think Seb Stracker is You're also like I'm on the bubble here. Like Seb Stracker, I'd sooner have Adrian Moronk, who's on the bubble. I think he, he's looking like a far better player to me, mm. consistency-wise, there every week. But then you have, like, you do have the Hoy guards. They have to be considered, one of them anyway. <laughs> Bring the both of them, but Bring the, just name ex- one. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Whoever's who's playing the best, better? Right, who's feeling better? Like, yeah, right, who right, recovery last? Check your Today words. you're Nikolai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, I think it's very positive. Um, bring Ludwig. Bring them your, all. Yeah, bring, bring them all. Now Ludwig just. I think Ludwig's going to be a superstar. Like who comes out of the amateur game and does that? Like this is kind of Hovland esque. Like yeah. just straight away, just find your stripes. But no, there's not many. Well, I'm saying on Seb Stracker, yeah, he he totally filled the togs. But for a 62, yeah. like that, like there's not many lads can do that. Can absolutely. Open themselves up for a 62 And like Tommy Fleet was probably The only other lad that I know That'll shoot 63 With a quiff on the last <laughs> Like He's like There's not many lads That have the The capabilities of doing that And then when push comes to shove Just Yeah Well Stracker Stracker was interviewed after And he said I wasn't even thinking about The 59 yeah, on the second Pure lies but I if he, he was the man to say that Like pure stop. lies If he wasn't thinking about it Then he should have been playing Into the middle Absolutely. of that green And two putting Absolutely like, And just win Like if, imagine he had a loss the tournaments going for the 59 it would have yeah. been scandalous but like striker's form is just so patchy like you coming off a run and miss cut 38 64 and bang goes and wins yeah yeah so he could turn up as the best player in the world in uh, marcus simone or he could be a disaster i just i wouldn't take a chance in him unless he plays his way in automatically in which case he's gonna have to win at least once more yeah him or victor perez perez no perez came close before he's that's a good toss-up is shite there now. I'd yeah. struggle to pick between them. I like, really don't want either of them on the Like, Perry's missed three, three of his last four cuts. Yeah. You know? Since, and he got a big win, but he's done nothing since. Like, talk, about, ma- talk about maybe winning at the wrong time. <laughs> right, Seamus Power. Yeah, like... Where do we go with Seamus? Like, he out of the blocks fast yesterday. Uh, Lowest nine holes ever on the PGA Tour for him. Yeah, was he out him. in 29? Or he was yeah, out in 29, him, yeah, yeah, for him, yeah. But, like, he was out in... He started off Birdie Eagle Park. Like, his first one, two, three, four, seven. five, six... His first seven holes were trees. Yeah. Birdie Eagle Par. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Unreal. Par. All trees. Like, in that interview, he just said, like, he, his, he thinks his game's turned the corner. He's playing better. It's mad. Like, on the FedEx Cup, which I know t- we don't... <laughs> Look at the scorecard. He 10 trees for the round. That's unbelievable. 10 trees and 18 holes. That's it. What, 1-5? Oh, no, he did have two. No, just 1-5. 10 trees for a round of golf is scary for a course with four par trees on it. I wouldn't do that in Pirate's Cove. It's <laughs> mad. Um, yeah, no, like, he, he for a start, like, he's 26 in the FedEx Cup at the minute. Like he his season goal is to get into the tour championship. Yeah. If he gets into the tour championship, then he has to seriously be considered for the Ryder Cup. Um because what's like that top thirty lads and yeah. Or a few more is it this year or no? It's not top 30, 30. Top thirty. Um yeah. Like he has the the open to come and stuff. Like he, he could totally get himself into the Ryder Cup picture in terms of the opportunities he has versus uh maybe Yannick Paul's not into the same 
standard of events or whatever. We're giving no, Yannick a lot of coverage. It's good news. The only thing I would say is that this event, like in terms of the strength of field, was brutal. Power, up to this point, has played in all the mega events and hasn't really done anything um, in the last few weeks. So as much as it's turned the corner, like you'd want to see more. He's playing Scotland this week, is he? Yeah, I think so. But like he's not had a top 10 since the turn of the year. Yeah. Which is, I know he, he won at the end of 22, which counts to this season. So any season you win is obviously a really good season. But um, he's just gone off the boil at probably the wrong time. But yeah. uh, still loads of time to turn it around. Yeah, he definitely took a couple of weeks off and stuff, which I thought he needed um, recently. But yeah, it's good. It's it's optimistic. T13, decent week. Yeah, no, he's grand. But overall, a shite event. Terrible. John Deere uh, Classic. Like, Yeah, I watch very little of that. Now, yeah, I, have to I, say. I wouldn't miss events like this off the PGA Tour if they were just gone. Yeah. Uh, Liv have done a great job picking their schedule. Like putting <laughs> yeah. London up against this. There was only one winner all week. Uh little segue there into live. Yeah. Live well, London. You, you live London. That. Might as well. We're not going to like the challenge tour before we go to live. That was what we did back when there was a problem around the regime and the, the issues. Ah, yeah, it's all Where good the money, now. the source of the money. Now, now it's all good. Jay says it's good. It's well good. established that yeah. Liv isn't the worst regime. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows that now. Um, yeah, did you, like, there's no point me asking you, John, or did you watch any of Liv? No, no. Still haven't been sports watched over no, here. All right. bother on me. Just me and you for this one then, Ronan. Did you watch any live? You're on your own. I'm on my own, right. <laughs> Just going to have your own little um, Stephen. Little live Ste- segment. Your own little Stephen Kenny uh, monologue here. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes about how great live was. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was good. It was much better than what was served up at the PGA Tour. But yeah, Cam Smith, trending well, uh, if you can call this trending before the Open. He's getting a win. Um, he did miss a five-footer to get Ripper GC doing chewies in a playoff. Oh, right. Uh, what yeah, are you doing missed, Kenny? Yeah, but he, he, he got the individual win. Uh, yeah, there was lots of stuff going on with this this week. It was some mad stuff, like the dancers popping up out of nowhere at the middle, of, like at the start of the tournament and all that. The flash mob. Flash mob out of nowhere in yeah. front of the signage and all that. Some of it, like, like you said, Ronan, you've mates that went to live Valderrama and they had a great time when you're on site. Yeah. And that's all the feedback I'm getting from people I know that have actually went. They're much better events to attend in the flesh because there's so much to do. But, like, I can just see your face going white, you know, you're just frothing at the mouth. I'm just thinking of Ronan's mates all going with bags <laughs> of cans and just <laughs> having a big piss up. Just go to a music festival. Shoeys. <laughs> like, doing uh, shoeys with the lads yeah. in Valderrama. Um, but, no, it was, yeah, it was decent to watch. It was decent to watch. Um there's a few rifts showing up there. Smash GC oh is they're, they're having a go at each other. To see Brooks yeah. turning on the boys, the poor um, old Wolfman, first hole in one in live history is not holding up with Brooksy. He's like, <laughs> no, you've, you're giving up. And the two of them are yeah. practicing the next yeah. day beside each other. I was like, that couldn't they be have more. To their teammates. That couldn't be more staged. It felt WWE like WWE style, w- like hundred <laughs> percent WWE scripted. Ah, next thing you know, scripted. WWE isn't scripted. Brooks, yeah. Brooks is going to be slamming Wolf to a table now. Yeah. Or KO Money in the match Money yeah. in the bank match They'll start playing oh, <laughs> Tables, ladders and chairs <laughs> We need fresh teams Yeah that's it We could have like The Legion of Doom Could be a team for next year and live. <laughs> You could have the boys coming oh, out stop. I actually I talk The Bushwhackers <laughs> The Bushwhackers That's the, the Ripper GCs Um yeah, no, God, I thought Kepka was brutal and fair. If if that wasn't staged, I thought oh, he was, was so out of he line. He threw him under the bus oh big time. Oh, my God. Was it, 
Matt, Matt Wolf's story is like so well documented, the mental health problems that he has, and I'm sure that played a part in him taking the live money. But to say that was just ridiculous. He just gives up. My man just gives up. Yeah, like I've given up on him. Like he's talented, but it's it's talent wasted. Um, and then what does Wolf do with that rousing speech? Goes out and comes dead last, eight over par. Yeah, because he has to care. go home with his one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> plus signing on fee plus fee. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all about like the fucking you know our man Cam misses a putt, four aces. Legacy, the legacy continues. Paparez, yeah, yeah, iconic. He got his hair cut and everything for the for the week. They're like Limerick hurlers at this stage; they just can't be touched. <laughs> the four aces win again. I was watching like when they were doing the champagne thing at the end. Now, that was cringe. There's about 150 people there watching oh, them doing it, and they're panning away in the camera. I tried to do screen grabs on the phone on everything, <laughs> and it won't let you. It blanks out the screen. It doesn't let you. They know it, lads. They're up. They're trying to take the piss out. I'm taking screen yeah. grabs and stuff. So. Yeah, but no, listen, it was a lot better than what the PGA Tour slapped up this week, so. I did write about Cam Smith for the Open preview in our mag that's out this week, and he was talking about um, how his driver had improved and stuff, and he actually thinks he's driving the ball better than he was last year going into the Open. So, as much as I pay no attention to live events, I do pay attention to someone like Cam Smith coming into form before the Open. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you'd have to fancy him to go well, like. Did you put, like, on all this live, because they're all interconnected now, one of the board members resigned on the PGA Tour. Did you put that? Yeah, you're out? dipping into all my heroes and villains here. One of my heroes. Sorry, it was one of your heroes. Of oh course, God. Randall Stevenson. He's such a rat. Hello, a rat. I'll tell you who Randall Stevenson <laughs> is. He's a guy with a code, Pete. He's a guy with a code. <laughs> go on, go he's on. He's quitting the PGA Tour policy board, and I quote: "I cannot objectively evaluate or, in good conscience, support." particularly in the light of U.S. intelligence report concerning Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. He doesn't want any partner. He, he, he doesn't want to sell his soul to the Saudis. He doesn't want to get in with Cahoot with Monaghan, fresh off his victory as a caddy at the U.S. Women's Open. There's, um, there's hardly a segment in there saying Pete's uh, there are worse regimes was the tipping point. Oh, stop. He's I, back, I, though. Jay is back in two weeks. You see that? Back next week, the 17th. He's... Yeah. Sick note has run out. That's it. He's back. He's back, yeah. It's just in time for the Open. You can, yeah... Tell him, tell him what you think there next get week. Him on, get him on the pod. He'll actually be at that. Day. We're going to a dinner next week. He's going to be at for the golf riders. Who's we? He's stop. Right. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah no, is. he did. No, he li- did quit the board, which is significant. And um, insofar as no one knows what's actually going on there and whether it's going to pass or not, but he's showing no confidence in it in the deal anyway. And a lot of people are showing no confidence in the deal. So. In saying that, if this deal doesn't go through, it's probably horrendous news for golf because ah, everyone mo- everyone be going to live. There's too much at stake. It's definitely going through. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm not getting into. We're that. on sort of peak with Live London over half the world going to Scotland. Some of them missing it. We're on absolute peak. Like tour players rocking up at Tralee and Ballybunion and Port Marnock and all that drinking pints. Playing a bit of golf. Half a live is in Ireland now. I've no question about it. They're all playing links this week. So, yeah, mm. just keep stay. Keep yourself braced for. We're on Bill Murray watch as well. Keep an eye. Make sure he doesn't land in Ireland. <laughs> Play with any of these lads. But uh, no, all these live boys and like I'd say, half the PGA Tour that aren't bothered going and playing in Scotland this week will will end up. Uh, at a Lynx Park land, A Lynx course near you soon Dreadful weather for them But I suppose it's Get brilliant. used to that Golf clubs should be advertising When these players are coming down You get a serious crowd out watching them 
Yeah, I'd say the players love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, yeah, no, Tiger back in the day playing Waterville. Yeah, but yeah. It was very hush hush. Come on down, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, so that'll be serious, right? On the um, DP World Tour, then we kind of dipped on it already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool story. Like, great. I always love to see a, a home winner. Like, yeah. Rasmus becomes the first Danish winner of the Maiden Himmerland. Six back going into the final day, shoot 64, at the birdie 18, went into the playoff. I, I tell you, that kept going, that playoff. I, I think maybe I was watching the hurling at that stage, I'm not sure, but wins on the sixth playoff hole, beats, was it Nacho Oliveira? Um, Nacho Oliveira, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's mad, like, Rasmus is 21, that's 40 tour wins, like, just when you compare it, like, I watch it. bits of it. I had all the Scots fell away. Like they were all up there. Mark Warren was up there. Richie Ramsey up Richie there. Ramsey was up there. And then lefty Bob McIntyre. Like he, I, th- oh, I, I thought, thought he was it was cruising. McIntyre's renaissance after we scalded him a fortnight ago. <laughs> he was cruising <laughs> though. And then Todd yeah. Phil. Yeah. Like Scotland at the Six Nations every year. Beat England first, first out and then do nothing after. <laughs> Not into the egg throwing, I don't know. You know, it's a fair comparison. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I, I listen. I didn't take much away from this. I took a bit away from John Murphy um, saying that he was stepping away from the tour. So um, he missed the cut this week, and then yeah, just that uh, he came out just on Instagram, was it? On Instagram, Instagram, yeah, Instagram yeah. yeah, yeah. Just basically to say that like he's he's lost his love for the game or what got him into it initially. The golf feels like a job. Obviously, the scores aren't there, and just thinks he needs to step away for a bit. We've been calling for that a lot. Hard I, thing to do. But yeah, he's yeah. doing the absolute right thing. I think for it's him. a braver thing to step away than it is just to keep teeing it up and missing cuts. Um, well, I text him saying it's a brave thing to do, come out publicly same, like that. Yeah. And like, uh, like he could have easily hid behind an injury or or said, "Oh yeah, I'm after doing my wrist or I've done something to my ankle, taking a month away." And you know, there's no attention on you. There's no limelight. Like you know, Olivia Mahaffey has just done something similar. Yeah, came back strong mentally, came back and is shown really good signs of her game getting back to where we all know it should be. But yeah, it's a, it's a big move for John to come out and, and openly admit, you know, bearing a soul on, on, on Insta and saying, these are the reasons why I'm going away. And credit where credit's due, takes a bigger man to stand up to your issues like that and, and address them head on. He will come out the better of it, but yeah, it's a tough space. He well, definitely like, will. Credit to him for like not withdrawing from these tournaments that he was yeah. playing so poorly. Like it sounds so unbelievably basic but if you scroll down to the bottom leaderboards on maybe the Thursday the Friday there's three or four WDs John was never there like it sounds so cliche that you should be signing your card but like just have that integrity to keep going sign his card even though he's been playing so badly by his own admission like he's he's not doing like what Victor Dubuisson does couldn't be arsed withdrawn not bothered Mm. like that sort of thing like he deserves to it's professional he deserves to do well because of that he deserves the rub of the green to go his way. The, the unfortunate thing about it is you're taking time off now throughout July. When he had starts. You're pretty much, your season is, you know, he'll have a few events left if he wants to go back a few events. I don't know, has he has he hit the 15 event obligation to get, I think they have to play 15 events to do get $150,000. easily hit it. On a thing, hopefully he has, yeah, yeah, and that's it. Like, But no, he's doing the right thing. He is doing the right I thing. I honestly think, like, it, 
he's a classic case of burnout, I reckon, based on because last season. Because he'd know. He'd know off No break. He played 36 events last year. Like, that is mental. Yeah. By anyone's stretch. Like, that's 10 more than you should be playing. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of people would say, like, sure, he's only fucking playing golf. But, like, no. It's, like, playing, like, six times a week, kind of. Like, flying in all sorts of different postcodes all around the world, especially on the European tour for the first few months. Well, that's it. Like, like it you can't compare time, him yeah. to a Rory McIlroy or... Someone like that yeah, from what Rory does off the golf course. But, like, you can't compare him to a Seamus Power or, a, like, even a Shane Lowry, as as in the travel, the amount. Like, he played probably a third and it's more not glamorous travel no. either. Like, you're not... Like, you're, Shane you're is traveling business class and everywhere. And he's yeah. net jets and it around from, you know, a Florida base to somewhere else in the States, whereas, like, these lads are literally going to every shitty airport in Europe yeah. Yeah. there's no luxury in picking and choosing your events either like no. it's not like he was playing DP World Tour last year he was playing Challenge Tour where it's week in week out promotion trying to get bang, to that bang, top bang, 20 bang. Yeah. and then you've then you've the marathon of uh, Q School as well which is like after that you need a year off anyway like yeah. and he went straight to South Africa yeah yeah. after that so yeah and no. played three or four ah stop no I yeah I'd echo what you say Pete like I definitely think he'll come out the other side there's no doubt player. he is a class act he, you know, and it's very easy to forget when you're in that moment very easy for us to throw stones from a distance not that we're throwing stones you know but like no. to criticize different things and look at it but when you're in the heat of battle like he is it's very easy for guys like that to forget how good they are when the results aren't going their way like no matter who is even the guys that you're saying that withdrawn like anyone with a card of any description on the european tour dp world tour is like in the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just so competitive. Sport at this level is just so competitive. And uh, he will find it. Like, it, it's there's no question about it. He will be back. He's only 24. Yeah, and I think it's a good week um, where you look who won the Italian challenge there, Mr. Manasera. Manny. Like, talking about p- people coming back from the dead. He, I don't know how many times he's done it now. Not, but that's I was on to Danny yesterday. Another win there for Manny. My little <laughs> my little bet's still alive. And, and in fairness, he came back and he clarified. He's won, he, in fairness, statistically, he has won the same amount of majors as Rory in the last nine years. So Yeah, remind us of your bet again. Trend. Trending. He's trending. He's well, like trending. That's, that's a couple of wins now. He's he's Two, got yeah, the last couple of years. Like well. he is starting Two to this season. He's he's. I think that gives him his DP World Tour card. He I was looking do. at the points. Nearly sells it up now. Nearly sells well, it. Like yeah, he's gonna get top twenty. Road to recovery for him has been so slow. But like John can take a bit of inspiration from that. And look, John's only starting out, and he's not the only player to have a wobble. Like look at Justin Rose. Look what he achieved after his nightmarish start. Like it happens. It just so just so happens that it's happened to John. But he'll. He'll bounce back from this, no doubt. Yeah. What's your Manasero bet again? Uh, He'll win more majors than McElroy or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, it's made 10 years ago. But yeah, 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 go yeah. On, yeah. It's, like, it's made more yeah. than 10 years ago. Uh, I think Rory had one major at the time. Yeah. And Manny was fresh on the scene. It'd be a good bet to take now. Who's going to win more majors? Wouldn't Just hold. from now. <laughs> from it's now. <laughs> it's still as ludicrous as the day no, I said No, as it, in like. if they were to start from scratch, though. Zero and zero from now. I still think I'm losing. Well, you would take McElroy <laughs> over Max like, Because he's not in any of the majors. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it's an interesting there. bet. Yeah, interesting he's giving, he's dynamic. giving McElroy like a 10 year head start and he's still level. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Um, but what yeah, about the Irish then on the Challenge Tour? Any so Johnny fair? Caldwell and Carney had like T26s each. Nine under par. I'd say the lads are thinking, God, back in our DP World Tour days when we shot nine under par, we actually had a decent week. Yeah, and this paid. week, you're mm. T26. Yeah. 
earn less than three grand, yeah, you're probably making a loss for the week. Um, but anyway, at least they they put in some good scores, I suppose, which is something. But I don't know a lot of challenge tour events on. Um, your Mike opens this week. Um, so and like Irish challenge on end of the month, you can make a run. Um, to get into that top twenty, like it's it's not inconceivable. A lot of um lads on the Clutch Pro Tour are taking the week off from Clutch Pro, from Clutch Pro to go and play the. There's a qualifier for the Irish Challenge. A lot of them are going to play that because they said it's just so it was just well much like worth their while to ditch the clutch for a di- for a week, go play that. Absolutely, in your spot. Who knows what can happen when you're in your spot as well. Yeah, well, especially as an Irish player, you have the the Christie Award. You could be playing in this Christy year's Irish Lord. Open. Let Christie take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like it could be a proper rags to riches story. Nah, that's good. What are they doing with that spot? Actually, so Tom McKibben won that last year. Tom's coming in, in this. Well, oh yeah, so Who finished second. Well, we were going to give it to John Murphy. Now he's it's John Murphy it or Purcell. It was John Murphy. I'm pretty sure last year. Give it to John. It'd be unreal. Yeah, give right. a gigsy. Give a gigsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Uh, roundup, lads. I'm sure we're on to roundup already. This is when Ronan, you entered the fray. Roundup, yes. amateur hour. Yes. <laughs> it's happy hour at the session, though. Uh, European teams this week. Well, no, we have to start off, actually. We were calling Alex Maguire. So we missed out last week. He ends up, he's only gone and done it. <laughs> he ends up getting into the open. Yeah, we missed it last week. Actually, that seems a long time ago, doesn't yeah. it? But um, yeah, it was a mad one. So um, for people who don't know, there was a three-event uh, amateur exemption series that the RNA came up with. So whoever got the most world amateur golf ranking points from the amateur championship, the St. Andrews Links and the European Am, got in. And obviously Alex won the St. Andrews Links, got to the quarterfinal of the amateur. But he hadn't entered the European Am just because, and this before the exemption came out, by the way, so just because he was playing six and six, he just couldn't do it. So he's there watching his phone over the weekend and Ron Clue and Jack uh, Bingham were the two that could have pipped him. So he was top going into that. And yeah, the lads obviously didn't do the business. So Alex got in, found out while watching watching the scores come in on his phone, which was a nerve wracking experience, he said. But oh, it's fantastic to have five Irishmen at a major again Like is, is going to be unreal. And he's the only GB and I amateur at the event. No yeah. one came through qualifiers. Uh, which is mental, like, he, like I know they haven't updated the thing now, but like he's still not in the Walker Cup panel. They haven't come out with any of the stuff on that. Uh, they're looking at now. The bookies are a dead giveaway. He's one to a hundred to make the team. When mm. I was checking on the bookies, him and Goff. He was the favorite. The the, he was the favorite for the amateur there uh, yeah. last month. So yeah, um, yeah like I, he'll make it for sure. But it's 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 brilliant to see this. his form Class. his form deserves to be on the team and like it's just fantastic to see him in the open it's mad I was speaking to him there this week ahead of the European teams and he was just trying to get all his accommodation all his flights sorted before he goes off to Belgium with the team just because once he touches down in Belgium hits that first tee shot on the Tuesday it's hectic from there to the open yeah yeah be flying on the plane to to Liverpool then on the on the Monday Straight to the Cavern Club, few Straight points. Straight to the Cavern Club. On the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the European teams, yeah, we four four teams going to four different countries this week. And uh, the men's and the women's and the boys and the girls. So everyone everyone's getting a run out this, this week, which it all starts on Tuesday, 11th to the 5th of July. Um, I think Ireland have a good chance in all four, really, to be honest. Like the European men's team is stacked for Royal Waterloo in Belgium. You got Max Kennedy, who's a couple of wins. Maguire, obviously. Matt McLean's played two majors. 
Liam Nolan has a big win. He also won in Ecuador as well, which is cool. Mark Powers, you know, a real um, I I saw mainstay of any Irish team at the moment. Caelan Rafferty as well playing his way in, which is cool considering he, he plays a very limited schedule. Then you've got the ladies team, Sarah Byrne, Beth Coulter. Anya Dunnigan's not playing this week because she made the cut at the US Open. She's been replaced by Mairead Martin, Anna Foster, uh, Kate Lanigan and Jessica Ross. And Jessica Ross is flying the flag for the mid-ams. Uh, European boys as Aon Brady, Fionn Dobbin, Mark Gazzi, Sean Keeling. And this is a big week for Sean Keeling, actually, with the Junior Rider Cup. This is one of the big um, point events. Jack Murphy from Douglas and then Gavin Tiernan. They'll all come around, actually. All those qualifying things are coming. Like, the Bonalak is soon as well. Mm. Be nice Sean now. Keeling is top of the Junior Rider Cup rankings at the moment, so he's got a real chance of making the team. And then the European girls team in France is actually a real in- interesting one because you've got a couple of girls who, like any other year, could easily be on the women's team, like Olivia Costello, uh, Emma Fleming, Anna Ibom, Kate Dillon, uh, Marina Joyce Moreno and Katie Poots are all playing. And Neil Manship's going over to over to that one as well. So it should be, should be good. Like flat out. You're going to be flat out in the Sounds website this week. so busy. Yeah. No, it's going to be mental. No, but it's good. Like you were with the teams last week. We sort of have a little bit of preview content on the website and stuff like that. So you spent a day with them middle of last week when they got all the squads together and did a bit of behind the scenes stuff. So it was good. No, but like... Yeah, like you say, they're, they're all over there with a serious chance of winning the individual championships and stuff like that. So, um, Saw Max Kennedy in town the other night. I was having a few pints, went into Euros, uh, the old Greek kebab shop, and he was just dropping in for a kebab. No no pints here, and just a drive-by collect job. Fine kebabs. Shout out to Euros, my new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Ten percent discount yeah, using the code yeah. JC Live. Um, uh, were you chatting to him then, or just no? Just you he, were just perving he, at him he for actually, distance. There was a fella beside me just uh, with his uh, earphones in. Oh my I god! Think, there's Max Kennedy. Yeah, I think they were old school friends. They had a big reuniting thing going on beside me, and so Max, I was like, just with my other mate. Like your man, there is going to be a serious player. <laughs> Oh, stop. Right. Um, I have a few Golf Ireland quick updates. Joe Lyons, yep. after playing with me at the island, <laughs> has found his winning form. He found a new putter. That's what I seen. Like, he was missing the putts. I heard uh, the boys in golf style looked after him with a new putter, so he started the whole few. He's did a two ball. Did you see the video from Strand Hill? Like, the flag is absolutely yeah, whipping. Like, oh, my sideways. God. No, so I'd say that helped. Uh, but, yeah, he won the close. Uh, the men's close that is Tracy Aiken from Dukes won the Irish senior women's. Um, so no, I looked deadly down there, but like it was dry at least, but the wind was like biblical. Um, and then just a couple of short ones: John Doyle from Photo Island and Creveville Grady from Royal Dublin. They won the Irish boys and girls close respectively at Monkstown Golf Club. And then we kind of mentioned earlier, but Lahinch gets the the Walker Cup for twenty twenty six. Mad, like just looking at the venues, like Seminole was the last one, St Andrews this year, Cypress Point, La Hinge, Bandon Dunes, Oakmont, like serious, um, serious places to be playing. But yeah, that's it for me on that stuff. Quinton Carew as well. Yeah. Scratch Cup. One in, ca- one in Castle Don't Nott. get us started on Scratch Cups. Don't Here we go. <laughs> no, Pete has to cue me in for this. He's taking but, uh, the bait like, straight away. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, like this was a mad one. Quinton had a... I think four or five shot lead at one stage. And then David Shield, I think, played his last eight holes and five under or something with a birdie on the last. Quinton doubles the last. 
which is a par three, and then they have to go back down 18. <laughs> there would have been it, a G-Sock investigation if uh, he lost him. And Shield, Shield puts the tee shot in the water, which is unfortunate, and Quinton, uh, has, well, Quinton wins it. Quinton wins it with a, with a bogey. But, um, uh, look, it's cool to see win your own scratch cup, I suppose. Isn't that yeah, right? He's kicking on. Oh, here <laughs> we go, yeah. Right, what did you win at the weekend, Roland? Scratch cup. Which one? Senior one, pal. No, in trim. In trim, yeah. Royal trim. No, nah, County Mead, pal. County Mead, sorry. Royal County Mead. Royal County Mead. And actually going back to the uh, Maiden in Himmerland, so we had a big um, thunderstorm delay and uh, my two playing partners, the boys went upstairs, didn't hear the hooter go off again 20 minutes later to go back out into the course. They stayed up and ordered a couple of curries for themselves. <laughs> and then one lad didn't come out because he had a bet on Rasmus Hogard at 45 to 1, so he was preoccupied. So I'm standing there on the 15th green, standing over the 6th footer, waiting for the next group to come through just so I can have a witness for the putt. And I got the putt, which is cool. But then I'm wait- <laughs> I was waiting for another 25 minutes for one of the lads to come back out because God forbid you wouldn't go and finish your dinner up in the clubhouse. Like This sounds like a win with an asterisk, the amount of people he played with. Oh, yeah, it, was a win. it was a win for the good guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then I parried 16 and 17. And then I drove it into the shit on 18. No one cares. Into the right. long grass. And I still made a pass. This should be your column. This is what the people this love to hear column. about these personal experiences. This is right. my column. Heroes and villains. You know, you're not allowed to nominate yourself yes. to be a hero. Why not? You're not allowed to nominate yourself. It was a yourself. win for the good guys. There was yeah. lads going around with caddies in this thing. Like, you get a grip. <laughs> right. Heroes and villains. Uh, I'm literally, here. my hero is short and sweet. John Murphy, full stop. Wow, sorry, Anya. Um, not this week. Yeah. Nah, John Murphy, very brave, in fairness. Very brave. Um, short and sweet, I thought you'd shout out your uh, nice club mate, Jamie Butler. No, well, he's do. I was going to get into that. Oh, well, let's get into <laughs> it now, why don't you? Well, he's in the middle of it now. I'm actually <laughs> going out there this evening. So he's anyone that does want to give. So he's doing 100 holes in a day in Nice Golf Club today for the Jack and Jill Foundation. So, yeah, and he's carrying his bag for the 100 holes. So and I know it's been unbelievable. It's been bucketing <laughs> yeah. down all morning. So, uh, yeah, anyone that can log on through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, look for Jamie Butler's profile. And uh, all the links are there to give. He's looking to make, you know, as close to 10 grand as he can. I think he was on seven or eight grand uh, when I checked it last. So I'm hoping as he's doing this all day, other people will log in and donate and do stuff on that. So all the links are there in his profile. So, he's yeah. updating his socials all the time. I don't know when you'll have this live, but he's just nine minutes ago, 31 holes to go. So he projected finish time 7.45. At yeah. Nice. I'll be over there tonight. Um, Just for a free dinner, is it? Exactly, yeah. I'll be over with his mates with the curry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The PGA, no, we didn't actually do the PGA, the PGA, Irish PGA region in Donegal. Yeah, this was a real, real success. And like, before I get into who won, this this tournament should be on the schedule for years and years to come. Like, the praise was just, uh, you couldn't get enough praise from everyone who played the golf course, even like the, the amateurs who were kind of coming up from different places for the weekend. They were incredibly well looked after. The staff at Donegal did an outrageous job. Like, you had people coming up, shaking the captain's hand, saying, oh, we're definitely coming here. Like, one guy, they go and play Rossapena, and they go and play a few courses kind of further north Donegal, and they say, oh, we're definitely coming back on a trip. We just had the most fantastic time. It's a perfect location just outside Donegal town. Course is in immaculate condition. And it was a real, real great test of golf. Like um, Stephen Quinlan and uh, Damien Mooney both won on three under par. So there was real, real teeth to this golf course. 
and it was just a fantastic event like I can't say can't say enough good things about it like you were effusive in your praise all week. I, I was. <laughs> yeah, you were I cursing was. the weather the odd time now the in weather. the WhatsApp group. But nah, like. the, weather, the weather was actually grand. They got one Hail Mary of a shower there on a Saturday morning. But other than that, it was it was actually okay. But Great bread and breakfast. Great uh, bread and, and breakfast. Super corn. Shout out, shout out to um, uh, Katrina there for that. Oh, is there even, even Katrina? I don't think it is actually. Christina. <laughs> Christina, Christina. Christina. Shout out to Christina for the cornflakes. But... Um, no, just like the region has a lot of strong events, and the Donegal program should be one of them. Like, um, they're talking about bringing it back next year. It's, it's, it's just a no-brainer. Yeah. And the field was really, really good as well. Lots of big names on the region there too. And yeah, two like worthy winners, sixty-nine to come joint winner, and Stephen takes home the trophy because he's the better last round. But um, for two days for three hundred par to be the winning score, I think it's a great total. It's a great compliment to the golf course. First, like, because there was a lot of nerves around, like hosting. I think, oh, will the will the golf course stand up? How's everyone going to receive it? But like, ten out of ten, like winners, winners all around. Don't you got the real real winners here? Yeah, and Damien Mooney as well as a proper operator. You know, I know Sid has done damage as well, but like, it's great to see guys like Damien still up there featuring. Just you won't be experiencing an old links golf course like that. And I think Damien McGrain showed that last year in. Uh, at the championship as well in out in Cairn, you know. So it's yeah, it's good. It's great to see these type of courses feature. We're back tomorrow. We're going to the K Club tomorrow now for their pro am on the Parma North. So that'll be interesting as well. Yeah. All right. Back into heroes and villains. Um, <laughs> your hero, Ronan, not yourself. Oh, uh, my hero is Donny McIntyre, the captain of Donny Gold. Do you not see him in the video, the preview video? No. Oh, he was gas, and uh, he's just such a sound guy, but um, he's about 90-odd, I'd say. God love him. But um, no, he, he wanted me to send him the video on WhatsApp, and he sent it to all these big Celtic fans, so he sent it to his mates in a... Uh, what video Glasgow. is this now? The preview. Shows how much attention you pay. Is that <laughs> our own video? Yeah, <laughs> our own video. Oh, that video, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, he was just such a such a gent, and like your people going up, shaking his hand, complimenting the golf course, and you could see just how much it meant to him. Yeah, like he was almost in tears at all the all the great stuff. Like there was no like token gestures here. It was he was just a really sincere guy. And then my other two heroes are obviously Anya and John, for two separate reasons, of course. Which is which is I suppose it's nice. But um, yeah, villains don't really have any villains. I wasn't paying too much attention to to the golf really this this weekend. To be fair, so I've no I've no villains. I'm sure JC has a big long list of them there. I'm just going to throw in the US broadcasters for. Ruining coverage with no full coverage of the ah, last groups. And the small steps. I'm being pedantic. Small steps. Being no, pedantic. I actually don't have a long list. The flash mob should be everyone's villain this yeah. week that started dancing. Lit. I loved everyone shouting out, like, where's the just stop oil protesters when you need them? <laughs> like, just to absolutely end that. Um, no, I don't really have villains. I thought the golfers at Wimbledon were a sight to behold. A lot of people saying Speed's been saving the irons for Hoylake to see the state of his suit. Well, uh, Tommy Fleetwood yeah. set the tone. Ah, that was brilliant. Fleetwood looked like a gangster. Bond villain, in fairness. Yeah. like pure Bond villain. Yeah. Then you have Ricky and JT coming in with the monocles and everything, like just, yeah, they're embracing it anyway. They're no. embracing it. They will be in Ireland. They they're probably near here somewhere. After their treatment they had in Tralee last year, like them with the pints and yeah, percent, yeah. they'll definitely be back. But no, yeah, I'd I'd echo you on the heroes. No, no great, yeah, surprise. I thought Anya represented the country very well, and yeah. I'd actually give it to Anya in fairness. Like, John's a legend and all, but I think like Anya yeah, did yeah. a lot this week. <laughs> she did do a lot. Yeah. 
Right, well, no, that's pretty much it for this week. We do have one. I don't know, I'm going to play music for this one as well. We do have stuff going on. I love you. <laughs> so, John has a bit of news that he, he's moving away. I actually am. I'm There's a bit of KC in the Sunshine Band there. This is nice. Please, so, this please, is very live cringe. Please don't go. Yeah, well, I don't know. Listeners of the podcast would probably be shocked to learn that the Saudis made me an offer that I can't refuse. <laughs> you're, you're off the lithium mines. <laughs> yeah, off the lithium mines, Bolivia. Yeah, no, end of this month, uh, signing off the podcast, emigrating to Australia. Not just leaving, not um, just turning his back on Irish golfer, turning his back in his country. Turning the back in the country, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, yeah, they just can't make it work here, you know. They don't pay enough <laughs> for this magazine, <laughs> this Ponzi scheme. Yeah, no, you'll be missed. No, it'll be good. We'll enjoy the next few weeks in the podcast. There's we'll been a couple of requests for uh, people call. to call this phone in from Australia. Who knows? I'll get you to down under like the chat on the Ripper GC contingent. Exactly. They're big live, live Adelaide next year. You can go uh, for that. Stop, I'm not gonna fit in well. I'll kill the at music. All. They're all big MAGA Trump fans in Australia. I don't know what I'm going there for at all, really. <laughs> no, you'll be missed. It'll be a bit. We'll have a bit of crack over the next few weeks. But yeah, that's our news uh, that John is moving on the end of the month. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, might start a GoFundMe, actually. Um, just, yeah, <laughs> next couple of weeks. To fund the Mexican trip. Yeah, yeah well, you're traveling for three or four months first. amongst people in the Irish uh, scene. So <laughs> I'll have a look. Uh, but yeah, no, thanks, Pete. No, I'll definitely miss the pot. It's good crack. Right, well, um, thanks to TaylorMade for sponsoring. Cheers, lads, um, for all the stuff this week. And cheers for you for tuning in. We'll be back uh, early next week. So we will stick a podcast out early next week. But Rona and myself will be at the Open Championship then. So we'll probably have an open preview to stick out next Wednesday as well after a few days of that. So, um, yeah, cheers for tuning in. Chat to you soon. <laughs>